Thanks for downloading this IMSA radio podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be broadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by visiting imsaradio.com or search for IMSA radio wherever they get their podcasts. The E-Day Mitsu Master MX-5 Cup presented by BF Goodrich on IMSA Radio. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome along to Fast Friday here at Watkins Glen International. It's the sale in six hours of the Glen weekend, and today we've got some qualifying for you to kick things off as the green flag flies. It's Edamitsu Mazda MX Cup presented by BF Goodrich Tyres. John Hindorf and Shay Adam on duty for you in the IMSA Global Broadcast Centre overlooking the start-finish line. A little bit overcast, but a relatively mild 18 Celsius in the air, 24 on the track. That translates to 64 Fahrenheit in the air and 75 on the track. And... Pretty much perfect to go qualifying uh, this morning. Shay Adam, good morning. Good morning, John. And what a beautiful morning it is because although there is rain in the air and you can feel it walking around the circuit, it's not coming for the Itamitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup competitors. And one of our drivers in particular will be very happy to hear that. One Mr. James Hinchcliffe, when I was talking with him yesterday, he just happened to mention... If it rains, I hope it rains right after the race, because that would be ideal. And I said, what, you want to get wet on the podium? And he started laughing and said, well, champagne, maybe. But the rain is expecting to come if you're camping around the circuit, batting down the hatches around 4 o'clock in the afternoon. That's when they're predicting it should arrive. He has had some wet weather running uh, with JTR. They were here a week or so ago to do the practice. Um, 18 minutes and 40 seconds to go. This is a 20-2-0 minute practice session. It's been uh, a decent run for the mayor of Hinchtown. Finished uh, just on a second away from the best time in FP1 for a practice one, and that put him in 10th. And then he was eight-tenths of a second away in free practice two, which put him fifth. The position, actually, it, it, he look at that, but he'll much more be looking at the time. He's making time on the guys ahead. So he's made two-tenths in two practice sessions between himself and the guys at the front, and that's that's what he's looking for, whether he's fifth or 15th. That talks about how compressed the the fields are. Exactly. And the biggest thing that he's going to learn today is the fact that racing in this series is very different from practicing in this series. The perfect example of that was Parker Kligerman, who came into the series last year and ran at Road America. He ran decently in practice. He was very quick, qualified well, and then the racing was a completely different story. Nothing against Parker. It was just the competition, the battling back and forth. So that's going to be the next thing that Hinch learns today. But as far as we are concerned, qualifying is now. Sam Paley is teamed up with Nate Cicero, the two team cars from McCombie McAleer Racing working together. I expect to see the exact same thing out of the dark blue number 24 championship leader, Aaron Johnson, and his team owner, and former series champion as of last year, that would be Jared Thomas. But leading the way for their group 
it is the mayor of Hinchtown. So, indeed, he's doing a good enough job. He's going to be giving the two guys in this championship a toe. That is very important, John. The fact that the championship is not being affected by Hinch, and it might actually be helped by Hinch this weekend. First car across the line, as mentioned, was Nate Cicero getting a bit of a shove from Sam Paley. Sam, who's got a new sponsor on the side of the car this weekend, Hot Lap, a podcast that is put on by two NASCAR regulars, Landon Castle and Parker Kligerman. Very happy to have those guys paying attention to this series as we know they're big fans of MX5 racing. And anytime Mazda's around track, we know that those guys are paying attention. So, hello. We know that you're uh, out there at a NASCAR track somewhere in the world. Waiting for the guys to come through and complete the second sector. The first sector, fastest driver, the man who calls both uh, Alberta and Arizona home, Jonathan Newdorf. Mm. He went quickest that time around, and he was not in the lead. And I didn't see him being shoved in particular by anyone else. So that's a very quick car, the number 55 Mazda. Second sector is now complete, and Gresham Wagner holds the fastest time through there, a series champion from two years ago, and third in points last year. It's interesting, though, John. I was talking to Sam Paley yesterday, and he said that even finishing fifth in the championship last year, the year prior, he'd won Rookie of the Year, walked away with a lot of real cash money. Mm. He took that fifth-place prize money and went and tested for a week in Europe. He said the money was good enough to cover an entire week of driving several different kinds of cars, helping his racecraft, helping him get a better feel on things. And this year has been a race-by-race situation for Sam Paley because he doesn't have the budget to be able to go all year long. Winning races is the goal for this weekend, but finishing inside the top 10 gives you more of that cash. That's what Sam Paley is looking to come away with. Adam and John Hindorf in the Global Broadcast Centre. Good morning. Welcome along wherever you are joining us from. And this is a great way to start the day. All 20... Oh, now you see, I was about to say all 27, but Hannah Zellers uh, not showing as circulating. I saw her car this morning, John. There she is. She's in the pit lane. Okay. Ah, right. She had an issue. Just come into the pits. She had an issue yesterday where she hit a bit of debris, and then four laps later... It actually did puncture the oil pan, and she left the fluid all over turn five. That's what resulted in Thomas Nunziata going off the track and now driving a car that looks almost identical to that of Celine Rolland because the Hickson Motorsport crew getting the backup car out. It just happened to have Celine's livery on it. And Thomas Nunziata in a car not the same one that he started the weekend off with. So he has a big uh, to-do as well, a big ask to try and learn a new car during this qualifying session. They will have transferred his settings over yes. to the new car, but there's always slight vagaries in different cars. All right, let's ha- have a look at some times. We're already below the record. Alre- <laughs> the the race lap record has gone. The to, qualifying record is gone. Uh, uh, the qualifying record has gone. We haven't had the race yet, so we can't have done that. So 207-990 for Gresham Wagner. I would put that down to the slightly chillier temperature on the track we are at 24 degrees we got up to 37 38 celsius yesterday over 100 fahrenheit it's now sitting at 75 fahrenheit the bf goodrich tires will be loving that the two liter standard absolutely showroom standard engines will be loving the 19 degree air temperature and producing every single bit of their horsepower this morning Cross the line. That 
that was half a second faster than the lap record, by the way. Not just slightly under the lap record, half a second under what Connor Zilich did last year. But that's a heck of a drive by Gresham Wagner because he is a full second ahead of everybody else. Spark performance from JTR, from JTR, that's Jared Thomas, James Hinchcliffe. Now only six tenths of a second away from the lead. No, he's not because uh, he is nine tenths of a second away from the lead. Is that another improvement? No, Gresham Wagner slowed down this time around. Celine Roland for Hickson Motorsports in second now. Thomas Annunziata in third and Jonathan Neudorf. That was the triple Hickson train yep. that went across the line. No tour, no front row here. This is what we're looking at. It is a drafting paradise. It is, and that just tells you that both the watermelon cars are fast. The uh, watermelon liveried cars, as they're calling it this year, bright pink, bright green, with a little bit of black. Celine Roland with a bit more pink on his roll cage as uh, Hickson. Very much good friends of ours, John. They put duct tape all over the, uh, oh, that's <laughs> the roll cage it. to let us know the difference between the cars. But uh, Annunziata just behind Celine Roland, a guy who's in his final season of running in this championship. It's win or bust for Celine Roland, who becomes a professional airline pilot next year. Oh, uh, really? He, well, he's already been approved this year. He's got the job, but he realizes that this series just takes a little bit too much time of the vacation time and when you're trying to become a pilot that's one thing but when you actually get the approval and get the job you kind of can't take too do, many vacation do days do we know who he's flying for no no he's orlando based okay so i'll just put that out there um not entirely sure to be honest okay. i will find we, out we'll though. find out we need to find out because <laughs> i i want to get on a plane exactly and, and, and Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is your pilot, uh, Celine Roland, speaking. Uh, looks like uh, good conditions Roland. for today. <laughs> yeah, we'll be taking off sideways yes. to the left. As, uh, as he very often does, drive around a track sideways instead of straight. It's very appropriate. Uh, so far, all the cars except for Hannah Zellers have set a time, so that's good because the first lap around the 88, Justin Brandy, newcomer to the series, had his lap time disallowed for track limits. So waiting for the Hickson train to come through. With the, here it comes across the line now and Celine Roland improves and closes the gap to Gresham Wagner to three tenths of a second. He's half a second ahead of Thomas Annunciata who is the smallest possible gap that we can measure ahead of Jonathan Nerdorf. They're the two rookies at the top of the field. So Wagner, Roland, Annunciata, Nerdorf for the top four, separated by eight-tenths of a second. Within the second, still, Jared Thomas, James Hinchcliffe, Aaron Johnson, and just Anthony McIntosh. That's the JTR at foursome. So one spark, three Hicksons, four JTRs. Then Jeremy Fletcher, third of the rookies for the number 22 Copeland cars. Woody Hyman back with us for JTR. He is in 10th position, 1.1 seconds away from the provisional pool. Now, don't forget that potentially you could be setting both of your grid positions for race one and two here. Your best lap will give you grid for race one, your second best for race two, unless you improve in race one. Now, that might be difficult. You've got your BF Goodrich tyres at their absolute best now. You're fueled for 20 minutes, not 40 minutes of a race. So I would suggest that unless something 
extraordinary happens. Certainly the top 10 or 15 will be setting both of their grid position laps here, Shay. Oh, I would think so. And Gresham Wagner's looking at just that, John. He's had two laps that have been slower after that blisteringly quick uh, qualifying record-setting pace-setting lap. He's now gone purple in Sector 2. He had a not great Sector 1, so I'm wondering if maybe he's just building back up and it won't be this lap, but the next one that sets his grid position is already. Alarena, I'm sorry to report, we only have 8 minutes and 45 seconds to go. This qualifying session, which used to be 30 minutes, now 20 minutes, as by uh, the fact that you can set your lap for race two in race one they took 10 minutes off it means you got to get up you got to get going you got to get going fast as the train is now extended a little bit jtr is working with hickson who's working with spark so it has turned into a massive train instead of just being a couple of teams working together individually they're now all working together together into the pits comes ethan tyler wonder why he's in Eight minutes to go. Maybe a little bit of chat with the team. Uh, just out of the pits, Hannah Zellers going through the outer loop at turn five, heading to the downhill left-hander at turn six. So easy to overcommit there. It looks like it tightens. It actually doesn't, but the right-hand side barrier gets closer and closer to the edge of the track, and if you run out of room there, you can have a big incident. And there's Farhan so Siddiqui pits as well in the Hickson number 95. There's so much camber in this track, John. You yeah, don't realize is. it until you're walking it, and then all of a sudden your calves are feeling strange for various parts of the track. And that, that spot you just mentioned in particular, turn five, it's a part where you want more camber because you feel like you're going to get chucked out of the track and thrown into those barriers that are right there. But it doesn't deliver enough, so it adds more skill. Going through the S's, for example, though, tons of camber. So you really do feel as if it's easy to hold it flat, particularly in these cars with the brand new BF Goodrich tires on them. No work is going on to Ethan Tyler's car and Farhan Siddiqui now parked right behind him. I'm wondering if the two of them maybe broke away from the rest of the train and they decided to come into the pits to wait for everyone else to catch them up before they leave and then can jump back in the draft because the draft is strong at this track. The draft is strong on this one, no doubt. Here across yep. the line. And they're leaving now, so they are going to time this well. Hannah Zellers is actually just lifting to try and catch up with the pack as well. Let them catch her up, I should say. Right, here's the big group of cars within which is our provisional pole sitter, Gresham Wagner. So what's he done? Can hear them getting closer. I look to the right, and there is a multicoloured ball of M&M's coming towards me. No, it's the Idemitsu Mazda MX-5 failed. There goes Gresham Wagner. He does not improve. That was a slower lap for him, a 2.12. So he's just getting... For everybody was a slower lap there. Everybody has lifted off by five, six, seven seconds. That's considerable. Just oh. out of the picks, Far Far Farhan Siddiqui. He was in and out for Hickson. Who's he trying to get on the back of? Ah, Ethan Tyler and Hannah Zellers. They're yep. getting together, going in right. That makes sense to get those Hickson guys together. Red flag. Yep. Hernan, Red flag. Hernan Palermo is off at turn six, John. Just where we were talking about. Yep. The Lomba Farmer, unfortunately, has come to a stop at the exit of turn six. So red flag is out. That should do it for this qualifying session because I don't think we're going to be able to get back to green with enough time to be able to continue round and round. And I'm just hearing Hernan might have had a steering rack failure. 
out on the circuit. So hopefully there was no damage to his car and they're able to get that steering rack swapped out before the first race, which takes place just around lunchtime today. Mm. Just after lunchtime, actually. Need to figure out when and where and what. And there are many good options here. If you are at the Glen as to what to do for lunch, there was one vendor in particular, John, uh, no matter how many times I walked past him yesterday and said, no, thank you. Every time he offered uh, a cold one of some variety, kept offering, kept offering with some gusto. And uh, the Salins, of course, being here with their wonderful hot dogs. It's also a very good option for lunch. Should be thinking about breakfast, but I'm already planning for lunch. Always plan. Always plan The much-missed and uh, dear departed and roller mm. always taught us to plan at least two meals ahead. Life's short, eat dessert first. Absolutely right. Yep, that's what she said. What remains with her forever, and we miss you, Anne. The space was very special to her as well, walking oh, by upstate yes. New York. Yeah. As all the cars come back into the pit lane now, they will have to go back to their pit boxes. Cars, teams, drivers... Do not go line up at pit out. You will be penalized for that. And assuming that we do not go back to green, that could result in a best lap time being forfeited. So please, please, please have read the rule book and uh, do what you are supposed to. As the cars just come down through turn 10, lift off ever so slightly and make the hard right hand hold in turn to make it into the pit lane. First to the cars is Hannah Zellers, followed by Ethan Tyler and Farhan Siddiqui. So their attempt to work together did not come to fruition as the checkered flag now waves. Mm. Gresham Wagner, pole sitter for race number one. Fantastic qualifying for Celine Rolland, Jared Thomas, P3, Aaron Johnson, fourth. I haven't got the ability to interrogate the timing here for the second best. Correct. So I can't tell you if Gresham got both. Of well, those. I know that Celine Roland had two good laps. He might be good enough for Paul in second, but I honestly don't know till I see the sheets. And we can't give it away yet because if someone does a better lap in the race, uh, that's a good point. the pole switches. So Gresham Wagner gets the 10 bonus points for pole position for race that's number race one. one. Yeah. That will give him 1,460 points, making his buffer to Jared Thomas and Sam Paley 20 points instead of 10 a very hotly contested championship. That could make the difference at the end of the season. Oh, that could. could be the difference between $250,000 for the win yep. and $80,000. That, that, those 10 points, we've seen people who've done well in qualifying, who've done fastest laps in the race, who've added up the bonus points because they've got those 10, 10 and 10 for leading the most laps as well. That's what happened with Connor Zilich last year, John. He put himself into championship contention by getting fast lap points, pull points, and then, of course, coming away with a couple race wins. So Gresham Wagner will start on the inside of row one for Spark Performance for race number one of the Idemitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup presented by BF Goodrich Tyres. Celine Roland will be on the outside for Hickson, 5 and 87 on the front row. Then it's a JTR Motorsports Engineering row two with Jared Thomas and series leader, championship leader coming in this weekend, uh, Aaron Johnson in second place. Uh, sorry, in that third and fourth position on the second row. Then it's a Hickson row, and it's two rookies. Thomas Anunciata from New Jersey is the best of the rookies in the number 10 car in fifth. Jonathan Neudorf in sixth for Hickson. Then it's a JTR row. James Hinchcliffe on his debut for uh, the 
uh, in this championship for JTR. He will start alongside Anthony McIntosh, 3-69. And, and making up the top 10, another rookie, Jeremy Fletcher for Copeland Motorsport and Woody Hyman, JTR Motorsports Engineering. That's, I think, all... That's the top 10. Yeah, that is the top 10. And just following on what we were saying, James Hinchcliffe, uh, nine-tenths of a second away from pole position. Now, he'll be more disappointed that he's lost a tenth in qualifying, maybe didn't get a run, than the fact that he's four places further down. He'll be looking at his times, but qualifying is not racing, and he's there. He's there or thereabouts. We said if he could get a finish within the top ten, he'd be doing well. I think he feels he can do even better than that. You want to find out? Well, we've got it live in sound and vision. Check imsaradio.com or radiolamont.com for all of the details. Radio Show Limited bringing you live sound and vision coverage from right through Fast Friday here at Watkins Glen International. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, check imsaradio.com and subscribe to Imsa Radio wherever you get your podcasts.